Arboria. Welcome to Yeah But the Podcast. My name is Vivian Gabor, and today I get the privilege of sitting down with one of my New York sisters. We met years and years and years ago. And by years and years and years ago, I mean like fall 2018. Um, everyone, everyone, welcome Sterling Tall. Hi, my name is Sterling, like the silver. The I'm- silver. Yeah, it's just like it. I mean, I'm not quite as bright, but soon my star will be as <laughs> shiny as silver. Um, I'm 22 years old, um, and I am based in Brooklyn, New York. Woo! Congratulations! Sounds I would definitely play it, but in an in an, in a fairly nice part of Brooklyn too. You're not like where I used to live down in Flatbush, so that's exactly actually <laughs> close to where I am. I'm in Crown Heights. I mean, so, not that far, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a good two miles, but, but you're no off the way that Brooklyn works. Um, it would be impossible to get to anybody in Flatbush. Absolutely, about forty-five minutes just to go two miles. Well, because you're like what off the J? I'm off the end of the four train. Ew. I know it's terrible, but yeah. So to get so I was second to last stop on the two, so you would have to go like all the way to um Atlantic Avenue Barclays Center and then transfer yeah. to the two and then go back down Brooklyn I I will never understand how much New York hates Brooklyn <laughs> like, and I love living in Brooklyn I, like mm-hmm. I like it's my favorite like it's just the best place to live in all the places that I've been in New York City uh because I lived in Queens for a little bit I lived but I've mostly lived in Brooklyn and yeah it's just the biggest downside with it is that it's impossible to travel within Brooklyn mm-hmm. it's like and like listen well, and when I, I moved there I was so excited because I was I was like I'm gonna do all the Brooklyn gigs like I get to be a cool girl like just hang out with all the artsy fartsy folks yeah. And then I moved to Brooklyn. It was like, oh, no, it's actually easier for me to get to Manhattan than it is for me Literally, to get to these kids. You have to live off the L to actually hang out with all the artsy-fartsy folks because that's where, mm-hmm. like, the Rosemont is. That's where you can go to the vault. All those, like, really grungy, gross mm-hmm. bars that have piss on the floor and broken glass <laughs> in the bathroom. And listen, that's the 1980 New York experience that we all moved here. <laughs> I mean, True. Yeah. Absolutely. I uh, not doing coke in the bathroom off a stranger's <laughs> belly button. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, I'm always saying that I wish I had come to New York when Times Square was all the peep shows and like girls, 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 nude shows every day. Like, I mean, hey, there's, fun. Some <laughs> there's some of that still. There are some of like, listen, you know, there's nothing scarier than having Mickey Mouse grab at you and take photos with you. Oh my God, true. Or like, or like 
low rent Iron Man or like <laughs> or like that thing that could be Cookie Monster, but maybe 20 years ago it was. <laughs> yeah, it's like Cookie Monster after a drug bender. <laughs> it's just me during Halloween. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm discovering some things about myself, did some shrooms. Ooh, I'm I so jealous. Oh, it's great. I love doing shrooms. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's like one of those, I don't know where I'm going with this. It was a <laughs> Um, I mean, not only did you live in Queens, you lived in like deepest, darkest flushing. Like you were like way out there. I mean, listen, I had to take a bus <laughs> to the train. And like, that sounds like so like, oh my God, you had to take a bus. But like, it was horrible <laughs> because the bus would come every 15 to 20 minutes. Sometimes it would come like every 30 minutes on the weekends mm-hmm. um and when I ha- and like I was living in Queens and I, I had to make it to uptown Manhattan to where I was working at Sephora at the time and mm-hmm. that was about an hour and a half commute oh yeah oh yeah time and like I and like in makeup too so like not only was I traveling for a long time but I was you know in the in the lines and being threatened to be beat up by all these people. <laughs> well, I remember I went it, and so I actually visited you twice when you lived out there. I think it was twice when you lived out there. Once to just like hang out and we like yes. got really good food and like just watched TV and shit. And then the other, we recorded a YouTube video that never got released because at that point I didn't have a computer that could handle <laughs> making a video. And now it's just like sitting on my Google Drive and I'm like, someday I'll release it and be like, look how shitty we were. <laughs> Literally, I like, I, I saw I saw that picture and I was like, man, I really thought I was good. Oh, I thought I was good at makeup. My God. I thought I was so cool putting gold tears under my eyes for that look. I was like, look at me. It's New Year's. Little did I know it was New Year's like, no, I think that was New Year's 2018. So Oh my god. It was a year early for the tears. I was but 19. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like 19 or 20, but like, oh my god. I don't like I started doing drag when I was 14 or 15. And I did that fucking competition at 19. And you know, the bar's closed now, so like mm-hmm. I can talk about this. Oh my um, god. <laughs> so many stories. Um y'all just just buckle up. We've known each other long enough to like have some shit to tell. <laughs> literally, like do not if you're new to drag, do not start doing drag in a competition. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> oh my god, because I competed against Lemon and we competed against Yeah, let's name drop that real fast. Lemon beat us out. <laughs> I beat Lemon in a lip sync once and that's my one claim to fame. I um, lost I- to Lemon in a lip sync once. <laughs> I love that iconic. And and now she doesn't respond to my tweets, so whatever. Like Ooh! Well, she oh! doesn't follow me on Twitter, but we do oh talk sometimes. God on instagram no I, and i'm i'm not shitting on lemon she's honestly she's very <laughs> sweet she's very good at what she does um she's a sweetheart i'm I mean, just i'm just bitter because know, I, but I love her <laughs> well that's the thing sister. is like that's the thing i'm gonna i'm going to until the day i eventually get on something like drag race i'm gonna tell people that i beat lemon in a lip sync once <laughs> There was this one time that we were in this bar that doesn't exist anymore that uh, we um, were in this weird competition show that we 
didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> by some iconic queens yeah. who are, yeah, who have gone on to do great things. And <laughs> um, it was a very stressful experience that I almost dropped out of. <laughs> well, and but, I, it, oh my God. I haven't actually thought about that time in a very long time. And it, it's it a was, dark time. It was so rough. And we were also stressed out about something that should have just been fun. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, that's the thing. That's why I hate competitions. Is because mm-hmm. I was I had no idea who I was as a drag performer yet. I was kind of discovering it, but they kind of like put you know, they it's a week by week competition. So mm-hmm. it's like Oh, so I just kind of have to figure out as I go. And I didn't have a mom to tell me what to do. I'd only done drag like two or three times before that, like actually in performance. And I was, yeah, I just didn't know like what resources were. I didn't have any money. So (laughs) Honestly, I had just moved to New York. So I was still like trying to figure out. I said yes to the competition before I realized that it was like a two hour train ride from me. And that Uh, when when we would leave, uh, when we would leave at night, it was like, three in the morning and it would like the trains are only running yeah, every right. half hour yeah. they're running local at that point so it's like an extra hour no and then on top of that each week was its own little thing and I'm such a goofball nerd that I would hear things like oh it's it's childhood week next week and I was like cool I'm gonna do a Christmas number and then I come and do a Christmas number and everyone's like what Just, well, I don't get it I don't get it or like we had to do Hollywood week and I did a Pixar number and none of the judges had seen cars. And I was just like, what world am I in? I don't know what's going on anymore. How have you not seen cars? <laughs> I, oh my God, childhood week was such a mess for me. Because, no, Hollywood week was such a mess for me um, because I had planned this whole thing. And there's a video of me trying to go backstage for a transformation that I practiced so many times. Mm-hmm. And I got caught in the curtain and couldn't find a split for the curtain and um I couldn't get my shoes on in time so I just went out there barefoot and they're like we like the transformation was cool but we wish you weren't barefoot and I was like I I wish I wasn't barefoot either (laughs) like listen bitch I threatened my life to walk around that bar barefoot I will say I think the week we both killed like and I, I'm saying this from a place of humility, but the <laughs> week that we both killed was um, Horror Week. Oh, Because yeah. you were like that, like, bloody zombie, like, naked mole rat, like, teeth <laughs> creature. And oh, that, no, that, was, that was 90s week. That was 90s week? Yeah, 90s week is the one where I beat Lemon. But um, um, for horror week was the one where I came in a diaper and popped out of a box. Yes, 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 yes. And then and I, I, I just like all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I did too. I came. I shaved my head, like bicked my head, painted my entire face white, my entire head white, like no skin showing at all, no contouring, no nothing. Showed up and everyone was like, "What is happening?" And then oh, yeah, I was dressed all in white. And that I didn't even lip sync the first half of my song. I just stood there and stared people down and everyone was so uncomfortable. And then I opened my mouth and blood poured out. And it, honestly, best I peaked. I should quit. Should have quit drag. That's why you got that's why you got eliminated. They were like, there's a- <laughs> <laughs> She can't do anything after this, so we yeah, gotta get her out of here. 
This is the best possible <laughs> thing that we could get out of her. At least you didn't do iconic, which was the worst competition I've ever done. <laughs> well, that part doesn't, well, I guess it's only temporarily doesn't exist, but. Oh, no, it doesn't exist anymore. The people, like, I love the people behind it. There's such, I mean, I'm not going to talk shit about anybody, obviously, because this is a public forum. Well, and I, I actually <laughs> rarely talk shit about people in general. Like, people think that I'm constantly sitting around <laughs> talking shit about people, and I'm really not. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, when you make, when you have like a, when you have a controversial opinion and someone doesn't agree, and then you have 12 other people that have high, high statues in like, in the community um, that also don't agree with you. Um, and then, you know, stuff can happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, especially when it's controversial opinions, like, I don't know, the police suck or uh, men's makeup brands like <laughs> oh my god the brands are so fucking stupid right i'm so over that like i've okay so like i work in I'm yes not gonna let's get into makeup. makeup i want to talk about makeup with you i work in retail um right now trying to get out of it eventually some point in my life but i'm sure we all are um uh, and i i like retail sometimes i think it's fun sometimes but you know i think it's fun until managers get in the way <laughs> I, yeah well that's what's nice is that like i don't really i like i work uh, as a freelancer so i get to just kind of show up mm-hmm. and do my job sell and leave i don't report to anybody i just record my hours and send it in and then get paid it's great i love it are you uh, a freelancer for sephora or for a specific brand now brands so like I worked for L'Oreal fragrances so like which is so stressful right now because um during December I went back into work and we had to like with fragrances people are coming to smell them so they're taking off their masks and I'm just handing them these fragrance mm-hmm. kit, and I'm like I come into contact with so many people. Not only am I like in direct contact with you, but you don't know the people that I've been in direct contact yeah. with. Um, and that was crazy. Thank God I didn't get any sick or anything. So, cause I went and got tested um, every week from it, but mm-hmm. um, it was so stressful, but yeah, I work for them. I work for Charlotte Tilbury. Ooh. For, um, who else do I work for? I auditioned for Pat McGrath. Um, you mean you mean Dame Pat McGrath? Dame Pat McGrath, and that was um, the most stressful experience of my <laughs> life. Um, let me tell you about this one. Real yes, quick. please tell me. So I, so like I am a big Pat McGrath stan. I'm her as everyone should be. Yeah, everyone should be. I buy if you use Mayron products, if you use Pat McGrath products, you have to love her. You know, yeah, you know your shit if you're, you know, they both created each other. Um, so I was, I auditioned, so, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I had a ton of friends that were in, uh, that were freelancing for Pat McGrath and I really wanted to work with them. And um, they're more edgy, punky vibes. So like that fits very well with mm-hmm. the way that I do my makeup. And um I was told that I could go in and like, I would go into like Bergdorf's where they usually hold the auditions and do the makeup. Not intimidating at all. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's fine. Like I could go into Bergdorf's and bring like, I like use the makeup that's there and like do the makeup Um, and it'd be fine. But no. So I was told like the day of to pack my own kit, bring my makeup in (laughs) to an undisclosed location that I can't mention because I had to sign an NDA, Pat McGrath and her entire 
team were like in the other room and I was at like sitting at a bar with no lighting like the lighting was dark and um I had to do the makeup on my model on in this kit that I did not prepare for because I just didn't have my kit packed and the makeup just wasn't good <laughs> like the makeup wasn't bad no. like, the makeup was not to like up to my standard mm-hmm. and, I was and I was 45 minutes late so um because I couldn't get there on time like I took an uber and everything and I could not get there on time um because there's New York (laughs) New York and I like left early and everything and I was like I'll get there on time and then I'll get there a little bit early and I got there late um and it went fine but um the pandemic happened a month later so Mm. you know I don't know if I got it I don't know if I didn't get it yeah but a year has passed and I'm significantly better than what it used to be so oh yeah I mean Makeup is such a part of our lives. We we both obviously use a lot of it. You use more of it than I do, although I'm getting better. Um, I now have I a Norvina palette, which is great. Yes. Um, and my mom is shipping me all of her old brushes. So wow. <laughs> at least I'll have a bunch of Clinique brushes. Um, <laughs> I love that. Clinique brushes are great. Um, but you actually... I I always have felt a little bit guilty because you were the one who got me, who suggested that I get a job at Sephora. (laughs) (laughs) And I went in, this whole experience was the most confusing experience of my life. Because I went in, I brought in my application um, with your like recommend, your name on it because you recommended me. And like, they read through my my application they're like well we're all here do you want to just like do your interview and your um makeup test now and I was like sure I'm not doing anything else today I literally have no job so sure (laughs) um went in the back did the interview and it, it they get to that point in the interview where they're like do you have any questions for us and I was like no no questions but I've worked retail for like 13 years at this point And I just want to talk to you about like what the environment of the store is because I'm very used to um, managers who sit on the computer in the back room all day, come out, tell you you're doing something wrong and then go back to the computer and don't really have any relationship with the employees. And I'm not a big fan of that. They're like, oh, no, 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 that doesn't happen here. Blah, 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 blah. Like went on and on about how great of a like situation Sephora was. And then... I go out and I do my makeup test on the like head of the head of makeup. I'm I don't Vanessa. Uh, she's amazing. I do love her. I I I loved all of the employees. Yes. <laughs> the managers I had issues with. Um and did a, all the time still. Did a fantastic makeup on her to the point <laughs> where she like wore it out that night and was super excited. Didn't even like have to like check her like skin tone like I just went and grabbed like one foundation one concealer and put it on her and she was like this matches perfectly how did you do that and I'm like because I have training in art like like because I know what I'm doing (laughs) like I've been doing this for many years like (laughs) um and they like hired me same day and they said it was the first time they'd ever done a same day hire on anyone I love that I come back for my first shift and they're like, okay, so you're one of our floor employees. We want you to work in this area and that's all you're doing. And I was like, when do I get to like put makeup on people? Cause that's what I started working there to do. And they're like, oh no, you don't get to do that. 
yeah I had to work my way up for months before they let me do my test well and I was like so what you're telling me is I did I'm the only same day hire you've ever had and the makeup was so good that you hired me on the spot but you won't let me do okay okay hey ma'am I'll I'll stick it out see what happens see if you work me up to it and then guess what happened the manager sat on the computer all day would come out and be like you're not selling enough um and then go in the back and sit on the computer and I was like you know what I'm not doing that shit yep I mean that's retail for you yep (laughs) it's like the one condition I said when I worked there like I you need me I don't I mean I needed them but like there are many other jobs I could have done. I could have gone down to Ulta. I could have gone somewhere else. Ulta declined me recently. I'm like, homophobic. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, Sephora is a very interesting place. I miss, I do miss working with makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a very interesting experience. I am grateful that you got me that, and gave me that recommendation. And I do feel guilty for being like, you know what? Let's throw that away. No, it's totally okay. I mean, I auditioned. I did not audition, but I applied to 26 Sephora's before I got accepted. Oh my God. 26. Because they were like, oh, you don't have any retail experience. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Who needs experience to work retail? I'm like, you don't exactly. And how am I going to. Like, it takes a day to learn a POS system and it takes a day to like learn how any floor works. Exactly. How am I supposed to like get experience (laughs) if I can't like especially in retail it's still a minimum wage job like literally oh my god like what do you want me to do um and I was just seasonal too like there wasn't any guarantee that I was going to be brought on as like a full-time hire that's why I was like you know what I don't I'm not I I that was what I realized I hated playing the retail game it's just not it's it's so rough I would absolutely be a freelancer though especially Charlotte Tilbury beautiful products good job I love Charlotte I love Charlotte so much her products are unbeatable those powders though oh I know I go through those so fast Uh, I love those powders because I use them on everybody but yeah they I go through them so 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 quickly yeah they're the most wonderful things. Um, did you, so you did not grow up in New York, correct? No, I grew up in multiple places. Um, I started, when I, I was born in Michigan and then I went to Virginia for about 10 years and then I was in Idaho for about eight years. That's right. I was, I was like, I feel like I know like one of the states was close to where I grew up. But you weren't, where, what part of Idaho were you in? Um, I was in Boise. So the capital. Um, capital, the like upper bottom part. <laughs> yeah, the upper bottom part. And it was terrible. And uh, <laughs> my mom forced me to move there as parents do. And um, yeah, I was just very Mormon, very Republican, Trump t- gun toting. Oh, yeah. I bullshit um yeah and then I moved to New York when I went to school for about a year only one school year and then they were like ha you owe more money and I was like okay bye and I moved- <laughs> yeah I literally was like not me I don't owe more money goodbye um and I moved to New York at 18 years old 
Oh God. I don't know how you did it. I would not have been able to handle that at 18. It was terrible. <laughs> I was so poor. Um, I'm going to lay down on this bed because my, ugh, my back. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was so poor. Um, <laughs> I, uh, had one job one minimum wage job that I got fired from and that's when the minimum wage was still only twelve dollars mm-hmm. um, which yes was only four years ago uh, <laughs> and now uh, it's only fifteen dollars and only in Manhattan yeah which and that's definitely not a lot enough to live in New York no that's literally and that's before taxes <laughs> like it's a joke it's an absolute joke and it's from these companies that can definitely afford to pay their employees more but they don't um oh oh, you mean sephora that let off millions of employees at the beginning of the pandemic so they didn't have to pay them eight thousand god i think it's like around eight thousand i'm not sure what the number is but that is insane to me and very very sad um where's i going what's i gonna say I moved to New York at 18, had a minimum wage job. Oh, yeah. I worked at a theater that I shall not mention that I got fired from. Um, <laughs> I it was like my first job from Idaho. Like I it was like at a major reputable theater and I was working ticket booth and celebrities would come in sometimes. And one time Jesse Eisenberg came in. Wow. I tried to take a picture of him and um let's just say that he saw it he saw me take the picture and waved and i got it on camera i don't know (laughs) at least he just waved and wasn't like stop that or like fired or something well it got me in like super big trouble and so then i was like okay i won't do that again and then like a month later i'm like um, like there's an event or whatever and Laura Prepron from um Orange is New Black and that sudden mm. show came and I'm like oh my god and so like I checked in her ID I did like her like, ticket information and blah 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 and um she goes I'm like oh my god I just met Laura Prepon I'm so excited I love that 70s show Donna I love you know Orange is New Black and um, like 10 or so minutes later, I was like, I need to go use the restroom. So I went downstairs to use the restroom and um, Laura Papam was in the line for the women's restroom and I was in the line for the men's restroom. I go to the bathroom, I come back upstairs and I was like, I made like I made a joke. I was like, Laura Papam was in the girls restroom line and we almost made eye contact and um, now we're best friends. And um, someone reported me and said that I followed Laura Papon into the bathroom. Wow. And that's how I got fired the day that I was to perform on the Tony Awards. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, she. (laughs) So, someone literally was like, oh, Sterling went downstairs and followed Laura Papon to the bathroom. I'm like, I didn't know she was going to be in the line. I just had to pee. (laughs) I just had to pee because I have to I have to pee right now. Um (laughs) um, and yeah, so that got me fired. And I'm like, okay, fuck y'all. I was only getting paid $12 an hour for like 20 hours a week anyway. And then um I started catering. 
That's always a fun one. That's what most people do when they first move to New York. I didn't because I was like, if everyone does it, I'm not going to do it. And I should have just done it because you do get make good money from it, but you just have no life. No, it's no life. It's like the hours are like two o'clock to like midnight, but you do get paid like 25 an hour, which is like not bad. No, that's great. Uh, and it wasn't, and like you get to eat for free, which is great. Like all this great food all the time, which was not great for my stomach, but, um, <laughs> and my poor um, tendonitis. But yeah, it was, it was fun. But yeah, uh, I've, I've decided I'm never working in food ever again. I've worked at Starbucks, Bluestone Lane Coffee, and then Taco Bell. All of which are like foods that will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like way too much caffeine. I'll let caffeine much dairy, way too much whatever Taco Bell is. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm just like, I will Taco never Taco. do that. <laughs> I would like, work at like Trader Joe's. I would absolutely do that. Like get discounts at Trader Joe's. That'd be great. I applied to three Trader Joe's and they have like 25% off. That's amazing. Out for their groceries and their groceries are already cheap. So I'm like, let me get in there. But no, I. They're, they're notoriously difficult to get a job with Trader Joe's, Starbucks, and Costco because Starbucks they're really hard. Yeah, they're all very good to their employees. So everyone wants to be an employee. And so it makes it very difficult to get a job. Literally, I went to like eight interviews. Mm-hmm. three interviews for one location and then they never called me back and I was like what I got really lucky in that I started at Starbucks in Montana so not as many people wanted to work at Starbucks mm-hmm. um and they liked it because I was from Seattle and I had a history of loving coffee and like knowing about coffee and stuff like that already um and I miss I miss the benefits. I don't miss making coffee for annoying people, but I miss the benefits. <laughs> wow. They are good to their employees. They actually give them benefits and help them pay for college and shit. I, when I was working at Starbucks, I had to get new glasses. I got um, Ray-Ban frames and the lenses and a year's supply of contacts. And I think I only had to pay 200 total out of pocket. Oh, when, like, the frames themselves are, like, $400. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Starbucks. $400, first of all. <laughs> that. That should but, not yeah. be that expensive just to have a piece of plastic or whatever it's made out of on your face. But- well, I still have them because they were expensive and I don't want to get rid of them. <laughs> of course. Don't get rid of them. What? Sorry, my, that was like my half yawn. It's like I just came back from the gym, so now um, I'm in that process of where my body is slowly shutting down. Mm. <laughs> I know that feeling very well. The yeah. like, I'm going to drink five gallons of water just to try to stay awake right now. <laughs> Literally, and I think it's also just the weather because the weather has been fucking with. Have me. you have you had the same problem? Like n- normally, daylight savings time doesn't get to me. It's quarantine. It's because but, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm like the same. You know, I'm with the same four people every day, mm-hmm. and my routine is the same. Like, if I want to spice it up, I'll do a different makeup look or something. Um, 
and yeah, I'm not going to work right now. And I, I'm in this bad schedule where I'm sleeping whenever I want and waking <laughs> up at like noon. Like, and I went to bed at like midnight last night and I still woke up at noon. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm in, like, what is happening? And like, I mean, I'm so tired. I think it's also because I'm just getting old at this point. I'm, I'm gay dead. Um, oh, I love that. So I'm 30 and um, I feel like it started when I was like 27, but definitely now it like hits like 9, 9.30 PM and I'm like, oh my God, I should be in bed. Oh like, my God. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> really, I've been going to bed at like 10 PM recently and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not me. Well, and like, it's been getting dark around 4, 4.30 anymore. Like it's already starting to get dark and we're recording at 4.30 PM. And like, there's just something in my mind that as soon as it's dark, I'm like, oh, it must be 9 p.m. Like, why am I still working? Because I normally, I work for myself anymore because um, I'm just a designer at this point. And I usually start sewing. I give myself like five to eight hour days depending on what I'm sewing. Uh-huh. And so I'll generally start at like 10 or sometime between 10 a.m. and noon, I'll start working and then work till like four or five yeah um and I'll be sitting there working and like finishing up a project at like 5 five thirty sometimes and it's dark outside I'm like oh my god I, why am I still working I should just stop and like finish it tomorrow it's so late and then I'll look at my clock and it's like oh it's not not <laughs> even dinner p.m. time yet <laughs> like five p.m. calm down oh I just ate two hours ago that's crazy <laughs> yeah. I can't even believe that. It's, I, I, I definitely think it's just the fact that every day is starting to be like every other day. And so having the sun go down is just really affecting me more than it usually did. Also, when I was like college age, I thrived after dark. Me too. I mean, I'm still college age, but um, I just didn't go to college. (laughs) You actually got to live during that time. Yeah, I've always been a night girl. And recently, yeah. I guess it's just because I'm not working right now. Mm-hmm. And so like, it just feels well, it's, it's like we're all we're all like tying back into our like actual circadian rhythms and like the sun's coming up and you start to wake up and the sun goes down. and You're like, OK, I'm going to sleep now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'll start going to bed at like 7 p.m. and then waking up at like 4 a.m. I'm fine with that. Right. My my biggest problem is getting out of bed in the morning now that it's cold because I'm just like, but I don't. I mean, tell me about it. I cold. (laughs) We don't have heat in our apartment, so like, what? Oh no! (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm currently messaging with Himalayan climax. I Um, don't know what that is, but it sounds very titillating. She is the most insane makeup artist. Wait, you don't know who Himalaya is? No, I don't. Um, I'm going to look look her up yet. Her Instagram is I'm Loki Shook. She wanted me to come over today because we. Live- I'm Loki Shook. Yeah, we live like ten minutes away from each other. So Wait, okay. as in like L O W or L O K I? I'm okay. Loki Shook. I'm gonna send this to her and be like, we talked about you. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. These are amazing. Everyone go on uh, Instagram and type in, I am low key shook, but I am is just the letters I am. 
These are incredible. She's been doing makeup for six months. Don't you hate that? Wait, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Don't you hate that? She's so talented. I'm I like, mean, tell me she at least has like an illustration or like graphic art background or something. She's probably, I think she has. I think she is. I think she, okay. I don't know where she went to college, but I'm assuming Pratt because everyone in New York went to Pratt. Because um, I, I, I accept people being great drag artists right out of the box if they were like actual artists before if they're just like drag prodigies that's what i get better (laughs) fuck how dare you i've been doing this for almost six years it's like i had to figure this out on myself and like be ugly on instagram for a few years before i got good right oh i deleted most of those pictures off of my instagram i have one that i'm semi proud of from what I was starting drag and I think I so I started drag makeup January of 2015 so I guess I'm this is my sixth makeup birthday I didn't start performing until September of 2015 but I started performing at like 15 or 16 I did one performance at Pride in Boise yes and um, embarrassingly, it was to partition by Beyonce. Um, <laughs> Come on, first drag number. Go listen, straight for the gold. <laughs> Go I was straight 16, for the gold. I was 16. I didn't understand the implications of white queens doing um, <laughs> Beyonce. And <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, whatever. You're 16. You were feeling your oats. Like I was so white. It was crazy. Just feel those, feel those non-hip moving oats. <laughs> oh my god. Like first time in heels on oh stage, my god. like with a corset on. People were living though. They were like, You're a better performer than half the queens on drag race. And I was like, I don't know. That. I don't know <laughs> That's because they had just finished like season three on drag race so there still was kind of that bad filter no one could really see what was happening <laughs> literally that was around season five but i was like wait really wait. when did drag race start <sighs> drag race started in 2009 really god yeah. i feel like drag race like, started like partition. 93 <laughs> yeah. it's just still plaguing us there was a group of people that were laughing at me during that performance that I was just like, they just don't get it. They don't get talent. <laughs> and I was like, oh, now I get why. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand. There are some people who are just like unquestionably like 25 years old at 16. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they like act and like they're already like polished and so good. And I'm like, how? It's because they have YouTube tutorials true that and i think like we had well i had one there was by the time i started drag i think that no there were two there was miss fame's cosmic queen video oh yeah which is I, like i always i used to watch iconic yeah and then um manila luzon had a drag tutorial that's like 45 minutes long and it's her just being like, look at all this cryolon we got from Drag Race. But like, that's how I learned how to do drag makeup because I sat there and was like, wait, how did she, where did, what? Where did this go? And then eventually I figured it out. Literally half of the time, this is so embarrassing because I don't know why I went to Willem for makeup advice. <laughs> 
Um, I used to watch Willem's videos to like teach myself how to do makeup. Um, I mean, but I I can see that in that Willem isn't like her makeup isn't specifically like drag. Mm -hmm. Like she has a lot of fun with her makeup. Like it's very, it's a very different makeup style. So I can see how you picked up on that and then kind of ran with it. And now you're a lot better than Willem. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I think I, I think I, I think I learned best because I started when I started doing makeup at 14, um, I started it on other people. Mm. So like I wasn't doing the makeup on myself yet, really. Like I do it like here and there, but I was I yeah. really started on other people. Which so, is what makes you a makeup artist. I hate exactly. people who are like, I'm an MUA. I'm like, oh yeah, how many other people have you painted other than yourself? And they're like, no, no one. I'm like, then you're not a makeup artist. You can just, you know your oh face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Like it's so I find it like I I think it's cool when other people can do like these crazy things on their face. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what really just dis- like sets a lot of people apart is whether or not they can do it on other people. And uh, it's a specific skill set, and it's a difficult skill set to be able to look at different so much structures and say, okay, I know what I do on my face, but your face is this different shape. So how do I change those shapes? to make the best out of your skull structure. It's exactly. so difficult. And sometimes it doesn't work out and that's fine. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's significantly more difficult. And there's all these like 16 year olds that can buy ColourPop and all this like high quality, cheap makeup that goes bad after six months. Ooh. And I mean, I'm not coming for ColourPop, but I am coming for ColourPop. I, I only ever had one of their album or albums. <laughs> one of their music albums. One of their palettes. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a bunch of like golds and reds. That's um, all their palettes. That's every single one of their palettes. But I used to use it for literally everything because I just loved it. And that was back when warm creases were a very popular thing. Yeah, the only thing that people did. <laughs> it's Manny MUA. What's he going to do? Oh, another warm crease. Okay. Another cup crease with orange. Cute. Which, hey, if that's your gig, go for it. People always, my biggest pet peeve in the world is like, people don't know what they want in makeup. And a brand will come out with a neutral eyeshadow palette. And then people be like, this is so boring. Half of you bitches only wear neutral eyeshadow. Well, and also you need a neutral palette to build the bright things onto. Like, you're not going to create I mean, I guess you could, like, start with, like, I don't know. I'm well, just one of those like, people, I always start with something more neutral and build the color into it because I feel like it creates shapes more easily. But that's just me, exactly. and that's how I do yeah, makeup. That's exactly what I do, too. Um, but no, but, like, if you're a new brand, of course you should start out with a neutral eyeshadow palette. Of course. That's what most people are going to be wearing and be like, this is so boring and uninventive. I'm like, makeup doesn't always need to be reinventing. No. The only time I was disappointed was with um, house laboratories. And I think there were a lot of people that were. And it was just simply due to the fact that Gaga, it's Gaga's brand. If it was any other brand, I'd be like, of course you released neutrals. Like, 
absolutely go for it. But because it was Gaga, I think we all were kind of expecting some like bright colors or something like yeah. really like specific to her. Yeah. And that's why I was just like, oh no. Oh Gaga. <laughs> I know. And I think she had some, I think she had some really cool ideas and like cool ways that she could approach the makeup. And I see it kind of getting better. Um I love her pencils and I love her liquid liner. Mm. Uh, liquid eyeshadows are not my thing. So like when she released liquid eyeshadows, I was like, eh, you yeah. know what I mean? I never liked them in the first place. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to buy these. But um, I'm still waiting for, uh, for there's so many music artists who are in makeup now. Like yeah. I'm still waiting for like an album drop that includes an album, a palette, a lip, and like cool. just combining those things together. I don't understand why that hasn't come up she yet. Like kind of did. She did the stupid love eyeshadow palette. Yeah, but it wasn't but, it was like everything else released with Chromatica. <laughs> but that's the thing, is like I didn't understand the palette specifically because it was stupid love, but then I look at all the stupid love like music video. I looked at the album mm-hmm. cover or like the uh, the cover art for that specific song and it was all like pink and red mm-hmm. pink and red and then the eyeshadow palette was all blue yeah yeah i i there's some weird kind of disconnect and i'm sitting here like hoping beyond hope that the reason we haven't had a rihanna album lately is because she's like we're gonna do this we're gonna have an album and a makeup drop at the same time but then she like started working on on her like um clothing line and I was like wait 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 <laughs> what, what about the makeup and the music <laughs> where's the makeup well that's the thing is she can take her time because she is a billionaire oh, yeah. like, I'm gonna I don't she's like I don't need to release music to make money anymore I get to release music when I want to and she's like choke on that bitch and she's not ABH or Jeffree Star releasing a new palette every month <laughs> oh my god I mean I like Jeffree Star in the beginning because like I was like edgy boy that wears makeup um but um that was before you know everything came out and I was Mm -hmm. like his makeup's not even that good like separate from all the stuff that he has done his makeup is not good I mean I think the the lipsticks specifically were revolutionary just in the fact that he was the first person to do a liquid to matte yeah. But now that so many other people do them, and some people do them a lot better. Oh, his matte lipsticks are terrible. They so are so at drying. That one, these were not great either. Oh, oh, we don't talk about her. They're better now. <laughs> KVD Beauty. Because KVD Beauty has nothing to do with her anymore. I have nothing to do with each other. But it's much better now. Um, her little anti-Semitic, anti-vaxxing butt oof. face. And that's why she's no longer on the brand. Mm. Hmm? but um yeah but no i love love fenty i love kvd now we're not gonna say kat von d no, gonna... no 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 kvd what did they a... say it stands for now it's like i don't I they think came it's... they came up with some words that it was for it was like perseverance like that kind of a thing <laughs> i don't even know anymore but They've come out with some cool products. I think mm. that they're still kind of teetering on the whole Kat Von D scandal. So, like, it's hard yeah. to get out of that. Uh, but they have come out with some cool products. So I'm like, okay, I can, like, get on with it. 
It's oh yeah, it's KBD Vegan Beauty. Um, it stands for um, kindness vegan beauty. Kindness, what? Oh no, no. no. So we believe the the whole manifesto is we believe in kindness, vegan beauty, and discovery. Oh. So kindness, beauty, and discovery is what it means. It's very like. <laughs> like here's your poster on the wall telling you how great you are wow i didn't hear that it's yeah. strange because they like they really haven't changed much about like the aesthetics Mm-mm. so it's like i don't know i'm confused i feel like they should just get rid of it and then start something completely new you know what i mean oh absolutely they should they should it's figure out a rebranding for sure um so question mm-hmm. if you were not in makeup what would you be doing oh my god i don't even probably musical theater mm. that's because that's what i came to new york to do and then um i realized i had tendonitis <laughs> and i can't <laughs> dance anymore because of it and um it was just so much it was so much work and um I don't know. It's just, I kind of fell out of love with that. I started doing musical theater because I was like, oh, I'm talented. I have a good voice and I'm a good performer. So musical theater makes sense, but like, I didn't actually like it. And then like, you move to New York and think I'm going to be a singing queen. Cause there aren't many of those. And then you get here and you're like, oh my God, why is everyone singing? <laughs> everyone's singing. But I got to say that if I was still doing that, I would be putting a lot of them, um, to shame anyway (laughs) i just don't take care of my voice anymore i love caffeine way too much yeah and i I haven't gone to a voice lesson in three years i haven't had a voice lesson since grad school and it makes me very sad that's seven years i haven't had a voice lesson yeah i feel like i need to get back into it because i feel like it is a asset that i have that can add to my performances when Mm. comes back um and I want to nurture that but it's like again it's not something that like I have much of a passion for anymore yeah but like I have the ability so like why not it would be stupid of me not to like use it sometimes absolutely I I went through a phase after school where I was like I never want to be in another theater production. Like, I don't want to sing anymore. It's all like, I'm so overwhelmed. It's just, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then recently I've been watching a lot of, like, I started watching some operas on YouTube again. And I've been, um, because in case you didn't know, dear listeners, um, there are hundreds upon hundreds of full productions of operas on YouTube for free. Um, and they're very, yeah. very good. Um, or uh, we just downloaded Broadway HD so that we can watch plays and we watched putting it together with Carol Burnett and John Barrowman and George Hearn and Ruthie Henshaw and like just watching things again and made me be like, oh my God, I want to be in theater so bad. I so miss just like getting on stage and living things out that I'm not actually having to live through. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's like, listen, I want to be that boy from... Tennessee that moves to the big city to make their start and then I realized that oh wait that is me 
but watching the prom you you think you're gonna be <laughs> i haven't watched the prom yet i just oh. like <laughs> well corden. first off you should it's fun um i hate james corden like he bothers me oh so i love much. james corden it's like there's like two schools there's the people that love james corden and the people that hate it's him. because i'm a fat guy and i love seeing fat people and if there aren't many fat people i will take james corden <laughs> I did like him in I, I liked him in high school, like when he did Into the Woods. But then I was just kind of like, mm. oh, I was like, I think my and- favorite James Corden is actually his. So on his show, on the Late Late Show or whatever, whichever one it is, he has this game that he plays where it's I don't remember what the name is, but like they have to answer really terrible, very personal questions about themselves or eat something disgusting that's on the table in front of them mm-hmm. and it's things like cow eyeballs and like squid ink in a spoon or like thousand year old eggs and things like that like on the table and then he'll like ask an actor who is your least favorite co-star and why and then they have to like eat the nasty thing because of course they're not gonna like throw another actor under the bus yeah but see. It's it's very funny and he's very good at getting people to share some things <laughs> that you never think they would. Like there's an Anna Winter episode and there's um oh, uh Chris Jenner is a really funny one cuz she's just sitting there and he's asking all sorts of questions about her daughters and she's just like I don't want to answer any of these questions but I don't want to eat any of this shit either. It's Literally. so good. So if anyone out there doesn't like James Corden, just look that up and you'll get an appreciation <laughs> for him. <laughs> Maybe I'll have an appreciation for James Corden. But I mean, the point I was trying to make was just, y- you move to New York thinking that you're going to be the next like Patti Lapone or the next like big star. And then you end up the like bartender who occasionally gets a chorus gig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could say some names right now, but I'm not <laughs> Um, luckily I've I can say some names that I follow them all on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I thought fo- I, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, just, yes. <laughs> I think my wake up call was I was catering and I was catering cause I was like, I want to be an actor and an artist, but I was catering and, um, I met this woman that has been catering for the last 30 years, which is my nightmare. That's my nightmare. But they've been on eight Broadway shows. Oh my god. And they're still catering. And I was like, Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I was like, they're like, yeah, I just haven't been in a show in like two years. And they were like 50 or like 50 or so. And I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is my nightmare. This is my absolute nightmare. When like, Broadway's good to you, catering. she's real good to you. And when she's bad to you, there's no coming back. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's not job security. I want some sort of job security. <laughs> what is job security? I'm sorry. What? I, I mean, not even like, even with makeup artistry, like <laughs> there's not much job security, but you know, if I get a celebrity client, I can make a ton of money and survive off of that for the month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you also just, because we didn't do this up front, just want to tell people like you've, you've worked on a lot of really cool sets. You've worked on um, fashion week a few times. You do an incredible amount of work. Thank you. Um, 
and in it's fact so hard <laughs> <laughs> i love it but and you're so good at it could you tell people where to find you online yes it's sterling tall nyc that's sterling like the silver tall t-u-l-l nyc and that's on instagram right that's on Instagram. And then I think you can find me on Twitter. I don't know what my Twitter is. I don't, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still under, I'm still trying to figure out what Twitter is. Cause like oh, I'll girl, post things and I get like five likes on it. I'm like, this is not oh. worth my time. Oh, I get excited when I get like five likes. on. <laughs> oh, but that's just because I only have 431 followers. I just checked 431 followers and uh, I get excited. Oh, I got four likes on that post. That's cool. And I only ever get likes on like retweets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Same. Like when people like read, like someone tagged me or something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a disheartening neighborhood as is TikTok. I made one TikTok. I do not understand. I don't understand how you get viral on TikTok. Cause like some of my friends are getting viral out here and I'm like, um, it's just, they go outside without a mask on. But up, up, but up, up. But um, I, I don't. I want to know how people find time in their days to do so many TikToks. Listen, it's the pandemic. I did one, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> See, every time I do a look, I try to do a TikTok now because I'm like, or a TikTok, and there's some people that do like a TikTok, a like a video of how to do it, and then like a real yeah all different videos mm-hmm. and I'm like which I'm trying to do now so there's like three different videos for the same look well like I did when I first was on TikTok was when it was first becoming popular and I had like a full sponsorship with them mm-hmm. which was lovely until I had to threaten to sue them to get paid um yeah. and what I would do is I I would do a tutorial on like the eye and then a tutorial on the lip and then I do a lip sync in that look love um but this one was just like one of those where like you have the multiple like hits on the camera and you flip through the whole makeup look and then at the end you're like look I'm fully done and I was like how do people do so many of these every month (laughs) literally like 12 every minute like I'm so confused people are yeah I don't know I think it's because they like do it and then they they put it to the side and they film it and then they post them well and like even people do two looks in a day even I I my skin would not be happy with me I do it sometimes and like the whole part of like you have to keep the camera in the same place and you have to make sure that you don't move very much so that if you want to like have a smooth transition it'll it'll work and like you have I uh, I'm too old to figure out how to do that. Like, I never thought I'd say something like that because that's such a cop-out, but oh my God. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, I'm only 22 and I feel like all these 14-year-olds are like, who have millions of followers for no reason. I'm like, what in the world is happening? Oh, and it just gets worse. Like, they'll start using words and you're like, I did not know this word was a thing. Like, what does this word mean? Before. It took me forever to figure out what sus meant. That's so sus. I was like, what is that? What does that mean? Sus is like also like homophobic and transphobic. So it's like, stop using it, man. I'm so confused. I don't, I don't understand words anymore. Yeah, I don't understand anything that's happening. <laughs> well, on that note, 
Um, <laughs> thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, come to a story. I was like, I'll come over. They only live in Flatbush. It will be fine. And then you sent <laughs> your address, and I was like, no. No, <laughs> no that's what hour and 20 minutes for no, me <laughs> i've gotten to the point where i just assume everyone's like oh yeah it's gonna be over zoom and so when you're like what's your address i was like i didn't clean my apartment and <laughs> she lives in brooklyn and i'm in astoria she's really gonna take a two-hour train ride to record like what i thought you were still <laughs> in brooklyn so i was like oh it's not that far yeah no i got out of there i got out i needed to get out it wasn't good <laughs> but yeah anyway <laughs> thank you for being here yes thank you for um, me and everyone go follow sterling on instagram blow up their posts do everything um share, share like uh the big thing on instagram right now is saving posts yes if you save a post or like like and comment or share it it'll those kick it into the algorithm more true um and, and sim- viral yeah, we're trying. We're all trying to get viral in the correct way. Yeah, I've said I'm, I've been viral with other things, but <laughs> uh, same goes for the podcast. If you're listening to this and you like it, please subscribe. Please, uh, before you listen, download the episode because downloads help kick us into the iTunes algorithm, so we'll get noticed by more people. Um, and stay safe and please wear a mask, everyone. Just common courtesy is the best. Don't be a dumb bitch. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, but. Thank you for listening to Yeah, but with Vivian Gabor. Tune in next week, same place, same time. Yeah, but.